Hello and welcome to Minified, a bi-weekly rundown of technology news that piqued my interest. I'm your host Richard and I'm looking forward to this episode. In this episode, we will talk about Next.js Conf and Next11, about Deno's 1.11 release, about the HTML first framework quick, and some more. Stay tuned. Next.js 11. If you tuned in to watch the Next.js Conf a couple of weeks back, you could have witnessed Guillermo or Guillermo Rauch opening the conference by brewing himself a fresh coffee in a French press. He then proceeded to talk to us about the new features of Next.js 11, along with live demonstrations from a couple of his colleagues from Next and Google. Arguably the coolest new feature that was introduced was Next.js Live. It's kind of like a combination of Google Docs and Netlify's new deploy previews that we have talked about on the podcast recently. With Next.js Live, you get to collaborate on your codebase with your team in real time, seeing their cursors browse your rendered Next site and all. All of you can also edit the code and see the updates in real time as well. It looks like a pretty cool collaboration tool and I would love to see it in action. Next.js 11 also introduces a brand new script component, which will enable us to set loading priority of third-party scripts. Based on the strategy prop, it lets us define when do we want a specific script to be loaded during the website rendering lifecycle. There are three options for the strategy prop. Number one, before interactive, which is meant to be used for code that is critical for making our app tick. These are injected and run before self-bundled JavaScript is executed. Number two, after interactive, which is meant for stuff like analytics or tag managers and is also the default option. And the third one, lazy unload, which loads during idle time. Your chat support can find this place here. This version also boasts a new and improved next-slash-image component that has automatic size detection for local images and blurred placeholders. We can use the placeholders for remote images as well by providing the blurred data URL as a prop to the image component. Damon Alburn from the Blur definitely approves. Next.js 11 should also further improve its performance and Webpack 5 is now a default for apps with no Webpack configuration. It is out now for anyone who wants to give this a go and we can't wait to implement this in our next project. Get it? Well, that is of course if you manage to get a separate funding for hosting it on Vercel. Deno 1.11 Deno is backed and tagged for the 1.11 release and it brings some interesting updates for us. We now have official Docker images for Deno and you can find all of them on Docker Hub. Deno is now including support for Web Crypto API. We can now securely hash data using the subtle crypto.digest API. We also get support for aborting fetch requests and Deno Lint is now considered stable. Deno Compile now supports dynamic imports, which allows us to read a source file from disk or a remote location. A first look at Quick. Mishko Heveri, the creator of Angular, who is currently CTO Inc. at Builder.io, revealed their new endeavor, 
Quick, the HTML-first framework. Mishko shares some interesting data on popular e-commerce sites with us. Most of them actually score very low in the Lighthouse ranking. Heck, even Amazon.com is only at 67 out of 100. And how can we make sure we hit that 100? By serving static HTML only, of course. But now we have no JavaScript, so let's take a look at how Quick can help us with that. Mishko argues that existing frameworks treat server-side rendering and time to interactive more as an afterthought. Quick is here to save the day with focusing on the best possible time to interactive and lazy loading of JavaScript only when it is needed for interactivity. According to the article, all the existing front-end frameworks are replayable. This means that while they do support server-side rendering, thus displaying the initial content quickly, they still need to replay all of the work of SSR on the client to make the site interactive. Quick is resumable instead of replayable, meaning it can continue where the server left off. The Quick Loader takes the static HTML generated from server-side rendering and resumes it. It promises to be super tiny sitting at less than one kilobyte and executes in under one millisecond. Also, its size always stays the same no matter how big your application gets because it's essentially just HTML. And all of the other interactivity is loaded lazily as needed. The principle behind Quick sounds pretty reasonable to me and we can try out a demo on StackBlitz right now. One thing to keep in mind is that even though Quick is developed as open source, it is used for Builder.io's customers and their needs will be prioritized in the development process. But if it takes off, I am sure the amazing community of developers will start pushing it forward. I can't wait to see how far and quick this ship can fly. And in some other news, Sir Tim Berners-Lee, the creator of the World Wide Web, is selling the original code for what is essentially the first web browser as an NFT. The sale is being handled by an auction house and the buyer will get the original timestamped files, an animated visualization of the code, whatever that is, and a digital poster of the code. I would never ever show code that I have written even a couple of years back to anybody, so I consider this a bold move. The money that will be made by this sale will be put towards causes chosen by Sir Tim and his wife. Alright then, this is it for the 6th episode of Minified. Thanks for tuning in and I am looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Cheers!